This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. A big shout out to everybody listening all over North America. You could be in Portland, Oregon. I love Portland. All the beer. There's a lot of other things going on in Portland. I'm I'm not going to talk about that you could be in portland maine you could be down in miami florida you could be in miami of ohio you could be in texas california you could be everywhere and anything in between i appreciate you for tuning in and locking in i'm here with super producer and host dave shepherd you can always listen to the show on the free odyssey app your local affiliate sirius xm channel 158 and if you got a smart speaker ask it to play cbs sports radio The big news for tonight. How about this? We opened up the show, unfortunately, talking about a a superstar player who went down in the Bay. And I'm talking about Steph Curry. This man has a left shoulder injury. He's going to be out reportedly a month. Not good for a team that is 14 and 15 and is currently on a East Coast swing. But let's talk about the good team in the Bay right now. They're trying to do what the Warriors did last year. They're trying to win a championship. Tonight, the San Francisco 49ers, they beat the Seahawks in Seattle. The final score, 21-13. This is now a seven-game winning streak for the San Francisco 49ers. And more importantly, they've clinched the playoff spot by winning the NFC West. And so congratulations to them. Uh, The game is not as close as it maybe would indicate Seattle wasn't a score away. They were getting their asses kicked. This was basically a game to see if Seattle could actually kind of keep up and and keep track with the 49ers. They have one of the best defenses in the entire league. Damn it, they probably do have the best defense in the entire league. You got Bosa out there leading the way. He got another sack tonight. A matter of fact, this is what Nick Bosa had to say after the game about the Niners and just just how much they're fighting. I couldn't even tell he was hurting. So that just I've seen other quarterbacks around the league who have similar things with the ribs, and I've dealt with it before. 
it's brutal. So for him to not show any um, any pain in his face and just his mannerisms and everything, um, it, it says a lot about who he is. He's talking about Brock Purdy, obviously, who continues playing just – he's doing what he needs to do. I can't say he's playing absolutely amazing. I'm not saying he's leading them all the way to victory, but he's kicking ass. Six touchdowns to one INT since he's taken over starter. We had no idea whether or not the Niners were going to be doomed from the quarterback position, but he has certainly shown that he can lead the way. And tonight, two touchdown passes, both of them to George Kittle. How about that was the first touchdown and first score of the game? Take a listen to this, courtesy of the Niners Radio Network. Second down, 8, 49ers on the Seattle 28-yard line. Ray Ray McLeod goes in orbit motion behind Purdy and McCaffrey. They fake it to him left. They fake McCaffrey right. They throw to Kittle over the middle. Five, touchdown! San Francisco! A little razzle. Dazzled by Kyle Shanahan, he fakes the screen left, fakes the screen right, and right when Brock Purdy turned to the right, everybody went that way. Kittle right down the middle, uncovered, perfect throw by Purdy, and then George, foot on the gas pedal, outruns everybody to the end zone. Yeah, that touchdown pass, or excuse me, that that touchdown reception by George Kittle that took place at the end of the first quarter. Well, at the end of the second quarter, by then, Seattle had kicked a field goal. San Francisco led 7-3. to three. And then with a couple of seconds left, less than a minute left on the clock to end the first, Christian McCaffrey, he was running all over the place. Tonight, Christian McCaffrey, he finished with 108 yards on the ground. He was able to punch one in before halftime. Second and goal, one-yard line, Purdy under center. McCaffrey behind, handoff to McCaffrey. Touchdown! C-M-C. He's been there for about a month, and he already has his, uh, his nickname being recited in the call. Good for him. At halftime, San Francisco led 14-3. to It only took one minute, one minute to start the second half. And George Kittle and Brock Purdy, they were able to connect Again, this time making it 21 to 3. Purdy in a pistol. McCaffrey behind him. Use check to the side. He looks right, comes left, throws down the sideline. Wide open. George Kittle. 30, 20, cuts inside. 10, cuts inside again. Touchdown! San Francisco! Listen. The Seattle Seahawks were able to tack on a garbage time score. Geno Smith with Noah Fant. No need for us to to listen to that. Geno Smith having to play from behind the entire game. He attempted 44 passes, completed 31 of them, and had that that garbage time touchdown to Noah Fant that made the score look like something. 21 to 13. San Francisco, I told you what happens to them. Clinch playoff spot. Seattle, they're 7-7. Seven and seven. They are still fighting. They're trying. Geno Smith, he spoke after the game. A matter of fact, Geno Smith, he spoke a few minutes ago. And uh, Geno, he says that you got to give it up to the Niners and their defense. 
but we ain't no quitters. They're a great defense. Uh, you know, it was tough out there, but I felt like uh, everyone out, everyone on our side played with tons of effort. You know, you see guys fighting the entire game all the way to the finish. You know, we expected it to be a tough game, and it was. You know, I think that game was a lot closer than the score showed. You know, obviously, um, there's no moral victories or anything like that. But I was very proud of how we fought tonight. Um, you know, I, I really think there's a lot of positives going forward. You know, obviously, the loss isn't what we want, but we got to step it up and, uh, you know, look at the things that we did well and try to improve on the things that we didn't. Okay, that's, that's from a loser. Sorry, Gino, they lost tonight. They, they lost. What can I say? What about the winners? What about the winning quarterback? The man who's getting bigged up because he's running around with a busted-up oblique, a busted-up rib. He's still busting ass. He's throwing two touchdowns to George Kittle. He's not turning the ball over. He's, he's doing a damn good job as the starting quarterback. It, Brock Purdy, he talked about his mindset going into Seattle to play this game. I knew that I was going to come out, um, start the game off, and um, just try to get into a rhythm and see how you know my oblique and all that kind of stuff felt. Um, and then make a decision, honestly. But my mindset was, man, I'm, I'm coming into this place to, to play and to start. And so that was that. Yeah, that was that. Now we know where they're going. Absolutely to the playoffs. Now it's just a matter of, see, matter of seeing what Brock Purdy can do the rest of the way. And we're going we're gonna to hear this a lot. We had an irate caller who was angry at me from New Orleans who wanted to ask me legitimately my thoughts. And a matter of fact, Shep asked the question. If Brock Purdy and the Niners continue to have success, especially through the postseason, do you entertain having Brock Purdy be the starter next year? And the answer is yes. Why not? The name of the game is to win. And we have to get through this postseason first. We have no idea what Brock Purdy does the rest of this year. We have no idea whether or not he can get figured out. We have to see how creative Kyle Shanahan can be. And I'm sure at the end of the day, This is a great problem for them to have. They want this problem, and they don't. But this is where they are. If Brock Purdy has success, he ain't going anywhere. The worst that he can be is is the backup. They have him under contract for four years. They just drafted him. And, And regardless of how much trade capital they brought in for Trey Lance, you give him an opportunity. You give him a chance. Like This is the NFL. It's dog eat dog. If Purdy goes down the tubes... It's simple. He's not going to have the leverage. And nobody in the locker room is going to think different if Trey Lance gets that chance or opportunity like he got at the beginning of this season before his injury. Now, if it is tightly contested and Purdy proves himself to to be not just a quote-unquote accomplice, but someone who, who did an amazing job in helping them win an NFC title or championship, then I think you do have to consider having these dudes duke it out throughout the course of all next year, not just training camp, but through mini camp, letting these dudes know, hey, who's going to quote-unquote take the lead? You know what they wanted to be, Trey Lance, given what they've already invested in him? Yeah, but you can want one thing in the, the strings of the organization with the players, the dudes who actually have to show up go another way. You know, there's a smaller example of this in New York or New Jersey with the New York Jets right now. Zach Wilson was playing like ass before he was sat down. He was not accountable. I'm pretty sure everybody in the locker room can tell you that that skill set wise and tools and dexterity and throws and arm strength, that Zach Wilson is more has more upside than Mike White. 
But the players like Mike White. They appreciate that he's out there busting his ass, that he's quote-unquote one of them, that he's going out there and he's leading the way. And you know what the New York Jets had to do? They had to tell Zach Wilson, sit down. This is not exactly the same type of scenario. But players know. Everybody knows who's, who's carrying weight. Everybody knows who's performing. Everybody knows who deserves an opportunity. And if you're the 49ers and you're trying to win championships right now and you have a defense to do it, you have offensive weapons to do it, you take advantage of being in that spot. It's no guarantee that Trey Lance is going to be handed the job. Nobody gets handed the job. Because if you start handing out jobs just because, you end up getting fired. It's really that simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Kim is calling from California. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Hey, JR. How are you doing? Good, Kim. What's on your mind? Well, you know, Woody of Purdy, could he be the next Joe Montana or Steve Young? Here we go. I mean, you know, he's coming out of nowhere. You, you, you're asking, That's a, do I think Purdy can be the next Joe Montana or Steve Young? When you say that, you mean not a Hall of Famer, but a championship caliber cube? Is this what you're asking me? Yes. Here's, here's the answer. I have no idea. I have nothing to, to, to draw on that. I can tell you I wouldn't be surprised if they won a Super Bowl if he was the starter. But to put him in that space is impossible. We haven't seen enough. This is what we know of, of, of Brock Purdy. He's been good over three games. He has done or taken one step. And thank you, Kim, for calling from California. Purdy has done one thing, or maybe two things. A, or one, he has not sucked. And then the second thing, he's played pretty damn good. That's it. I don't think we can go on on long, drawn-out assumptions outside of that, knowing that there, there are limited games left for him to play. That's it. If we were at the beginning of the year, I would say we have more of a runway to determine who and what he is. We don't. He's been thrown right into the fire. He played a Seahawks team, quite frankly, who, who doesn't and has not stopped anybody defensively throughout the course of this year. And the next time we see Brock Purdy will be the day before Christmas against Washington. Then we got Las Vegas. Then we got Arizona. It's not like he's, he's facing the top, top competition. And so when he takes on the Eagles, are they going to whoop his ass? Maybe, maybe they will. The Dallas Cowboys, if it ends up in a shootout, are we going to see Purdy in a shootout? We don't know. This is the fun part about it. But if he has success, if he has success, you don't discard the guy. You don't. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Chip is calling from the Bay Area. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Chip. SH is calling from Chicago. Go ahead, SH. Hey, JR, man. First time caller, man. I've been listening to you for about a month, bro. You great content. Um, I just want to talk about, like, you're talking about Brady. All this kid's got to do is don't turn the football over, and you let that great defense, led by a great defensive coordinator, Marco Ryan, who was a hell of a football player when he played, 
that's all they had to do. The 49ers are very dominant on defense, and all they got to do is keep the ball above the sticks, and they'll be fine and run the damn ball with CMC, man. They're very dangerous. I agree with you, brother. Well, thank you, SH, for calling from Chicago. D'Amico Rines, he used to bust ass himself for the Texans. Here's a, here's a situation, though. That's easier said than done. Because there's going to come a point in time, there's going to be a moment, and maybe it's sooner, maybe it's later, where he's going to have to take you on a, a game-winning drive in, uh, in hostile territory. He's going to have to throw to a particular spot. It's, it's situational football, running the, the two-minute in the playoffs. It's, it's going to come. He's, he may have to come back down from, you know, I don't know, two scores. Maybe the 49ers are having a difficult time scoring. And sure, yeah, they're not allowing more than, than two scores a game, but that's not to say they don't go into a situation where a turnover has led to an easy score. And then they're down 14, and, and then what do we see then? When Brock Purdy does absolutely needs to throw the football. There's still some unknowns here, but he deserves all the credit in the world for how he has handled things up to now. He really does. Christian McCaffrey, he had credit for Brock Purdy as well, but not just him. He talked about everybody kind of carrying their weight. A guy like Brock who is able to step in like that is a testament to Brock's character and his resilience, and it's also a testament to guys like Jimmy and Trey in that whole room because um, they feed everyone, and that's just a... Um, cool thing to be a part of. Seven straight victories. Number one ranked defense. This also obviously makes life easier for Brock Purdy. Why? Because he's not asked to do a whole hell of a lot. They're not telling him that he has to go out there and, and throw the ball around. One of the reasons that the Seattle Seahawks are, are just kind of faltering right now is because the, the, the run game at this point is almost non-existent. You think about Kenneth Walker. He just came back from an injury. You don't know to what degree you know he was fully ready to go because they weren't going to run the ball because they were playing from behind. But they haven't been able to run the ball. The Seahawks haven't been able to stop anybody with the ball. And Geno Smith is being asked to do everything. That's not the case with Brock Purdy. Come on, Kyle Shanahan is flea-flicking his way to touchdowns. He can be so much more creative. This is an ideal spot. And so for a 49ers team where you really had to go, oh, my God, are they going to fall apart now that Jimmy G is gone and they're definitely going to hit the toilet? The fact that Brock Purdy hasn't hit the eject button on the season with his play is, is something that deserves a whole, whole lot of credit. Really does. Pete Carroll. He talked about how his own team screwed up and they missed a lot of chances and opportunities. Let's see how fast he talks. Thursday and all that stuff, everything was really there for us to have a, a great night. And uh, they're really, Niners are a really good team and they're doing really good stuff and they've been really consistent and they got a bunch of wins in a row and all that. And so it was going to be a, a fantastic win for us. And uh, we just hung in there with an opportunity to get it done. We had a enormous swing right at the end of the half and and uh you know we there was uh, it was seven to three about at the two minute warning we have a chance at a pick at midfield at least 
and uh, and then the fumble gets them right on you know down on the five yard line. So, um, you know they they were able to take advantage of those opportunities and did a nice job. And we you know I give them credit. Yeah, Seahawks are now on the outside looking in, not holding on to any of those three wild card spots. 49ers, they don't got to worry about that. They sound happy, as happy as they can be. They've clinched the playoff spot, clinched the division. And Kyle Shanahan, he says it's not about clinching any of that crap. We got bigger goals. This isn't um, our final goal by any means. I'm very proud of our team and what we accomplished throughout the year to get to this. Um, Our goal is to get in the tournament, and we accomplished that today. But um, now it's all trying to set that up to be the best situation we can and uh, hopefully get some of our guys back, too, in the process. Are the 49ers the team to beat in the NFC? I think the Eagles are their, their biggest competition, largest competition. I want to see a few more games. If the Eagles were to take on the Niners today, if the Eagles took on the Niners today, who would I choose? Thank God the Super Bowl or the NFC title game isn't today. This is the Brock, this is the Brock Purdy part. We haven't seen a lot of them. I probably feel more comfortable with the Eagles, but then I look at the Niners and I say, damn, the Niners' defense would smash them, but then they have those two big play weapons, but then it's it's tricky. The Niners have the momentum right now. I'd easily, not easy, but I'd say the Niners right now today. Let's see how the rest of the year plays out. Who are you favoring right now in the NFC? Simple question. You going with the Niners? Would you go with the the Eagles? Are you you really still kind of set on the Dallas Cowboys? You still believe in the Minnesota Vikings and that pass defense? 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Are the Niners, even with Brock Purdy at QB, are they your favorite in the NFC? We'll take your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, JR. Uh, my first time calling you, and I find you to be an excellent guy to listen to. So good luck. I hope you never lose this slot because, uh, really, you're so bright and intelligent, and you cover it all, and I'm very happy to listen to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. As of today, who would you favor in the NFC? Oh, we can look at what's going on and what's taking place. And, yeah, it's all Niners now and Purdy this and Bosa that and Debo come back this and, and seven-game win streak. And, and they look they look absolutely hot. You know, the Eagles got one, one L. They got the MVP. He's been to the playoffs last year. He's been to the postseason. He got punched in the mouth and he got sent home. That being Jalen Hurts. I think if they played each other today, 
think the 49ers would win, but they don't do so. I'm, I'm anxious for this to be the NFC title game. Like, it would be so amazing if it was. There's not another matchup that I'd want to see. Fingers crossed, because we know once you get to the postseason, it's, it's a hell of a toss-up. 855-212-4CBS. Jermaine calling from Ohio. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What, what are your thoughts on the Niners and the Eagles? What you thinking about, Jermaine? Hey, nice to talk to you, JR. I'm five minutes from the Post Football Hall of Fame, but I'm a Niners fan here in Ohio. But me and my wife, we went down to Carolina and, and watched that game from here, and, and we won 37-15. to 15, But they turned around and lost the next two games to Atlanta and Kansas City. And then we went on a streak of – those games that you're talking about with the defense not giving up points. And all we need is Brock Purdy to really just step in and do what Jimmy G is doing. If you really look at the offense, it's no different than when Jimmy G was in there. All you have to do is distribute your ball because we, we get the yak out of there. And don't turn, turn it over. over. And, and, and look at the defense. Look at the defense. 14 to L.A., went on a bye, 16 to the Chargers, 10 to Arizona, New Orleans 0, 17 to Miami, Tom Brady 7, and then 13 to Knight. Defense wins championships. That's all we got to do. The thing is, and this this is the unknown, and thank you, Jermaine, for calling from Ohio, experience. You can't, can't teach it. Yeah, there's a similar similar offense that's being run that Jimmy Garoppolo, he, he, he by himself was the babysitter. He wasn't being asked to go out there and, and, and be Patrick Mahomes. Hey, man, we go throw for 400 yards today and get us three touchdowns. That's not that, – that wasn't his job. That wasn't going to be Trey Lance's job. But we don't know what Purdy will do when the stakes get even higher. We don't. Sims is calling from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Hey, JR, how you doing, brother? I'm good. What are your thoughts on what's going on in the NFC? Well, two things, real quick. Um, if the if the Forty Niners get over the hump with Eagle with the Eagles, do you think they'll win a shootout with the Bills in the Super Bowl? And the second well, thing, what's the, that? Well, what's well, the well Sims, that's 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 a real fast forward. The Bills aren't. Uh, necessarily clicking right now offensively. So to to think that far ahead, I think is is a little tricky. What else you got for me? Uh, the second thing is, what's the best advice for a, a beginner sports podcaster? There's a couple of things you have to you have to understand programming. You have to understand how to structure. Uh, you know, right. people people have podcasts and they think that they could just just talk for thirty minutes about a topic. You have to construct you, – you have to, first of all, figure out to what level you want to be committed. That's the first thing. The second thing that you need to do is figure out how long you want to talk. How do you want to construct the show? This is what Shep and I do every single night. Um, and then you you got to practice. That's it. Actually, people ask me this all the time. You know, how do you do this? How do you do that? The first thing is commitment. You got to study. But more importantly, people have to understand structure. You know, how do you put a show together? You know, how do you put a TV show together? 
How do you put a radio right. show together? How do you do a podcast? If you're just going to sit around and talk, I, I hate to tell you, it'll probably suck. Right. Right. Thank you for the advice because I was wondering about that. And um, thank you. have a good structure. night. Structure. Thank you so much, Sims, for calling from Atlanta. It's structure, man. Structure. And I, I get it. It depends on what you want to do. Some people want to podcast for fun and some people want to make money. Like, what do you want to do with it? If you just want to have fun, then by all means, go on Instagram and YouTube and do a podcast. If you want to make money and get a job, then you have to learn structure. You have to learn how to produce. 855-212-4CBS. Monsoor calling from the Bay Area. What's up, Monsoor? Hey, JR. Um, I was in the Bay Area, and now I'm in Merced after two hours, but I'm picking up my son. But awesome radio uh, show you got. Oh, thank you. What's up? Yeah, you know, I was listening to your show earlier, and, you know, the guy from New Orleans came with, like, anger and everything, and he was like, why can't, how can, how dare you say, you know, Brock Purdy cannot be the starting quarterback? Well, Brock Purdy has won three games in a row. Um, what I see is, like, I see glimpses in there. Uh, he does not hesitate. The, 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 the guy does not hesitate, and, and like, he, he, that's something I haven't seen from other quarterbacks. I'm not going to badmouth anybody on this team, but I, didn't, I haven't <laughs> seen that in other quarterbacks um, in, 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 in 49ers right now. And Brock Purdy can actually, you know, without hesitation, he, he can throw. Remember, we were three um, – we, we were one kittle throw away from, from a Super Bowl uh, a couple years ago, right? Yeah. We were one kittle throw away from last year uh, where the quarterback makes a play, you know, everything breaks down, and we needed, like, something like a spark. Uh, and the other thing is, like, you know, we have seen Trent Dilfer win a Super Bowl. Why can't Brock Purdy win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, um, yeah. We don't. That's that's the beautiful thing. We don't. We don't know. But his, his play right? up and his his play up until now has certainly give everyone a, a little bit more confidence that that he is capable. We got to see how he keeps rolling. Eight five five two one two four CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side. We got a lot of people. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, man. We love you down here in Texas, okay, JR? Hey, how you doing, man? I love your show. Love the topic. Thank you. I'll be uh, listening again in the future. This is a great show. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. All right, let's let's put a bow on tonight. We opened up talking about the Warriors. Steph Curry out about a month with a shoulder injury, and then we pretty much concluded with Thursday night football wrapping up. 21 to 13, the 49ers beat Seattle. They've clinched themselves a playoff spot. 49ers have seven consecutive wins. 
Brock Purdy is is holding down the fort. Had two touchdowns tonight to George Kittle. He now has six touchdowns to one interception since he took over for Jimmy Garoppolo. Not too shabby uh, for a guy who most people had no idea what was going to take place uh, when he took over. And all he has to do is what he's been doing. It's easier said than done. The remaining three games here for the 49ers, they have Washington right before Christmas, Christmas Eve. They have Las Vegas on New Year's Day, the first. And then they conclude their season against a franchise that is just waiting for the season to end. Arizona, the Cardinals. They take on the Arizona Cardinals. And so we just have to see how much further Brock Purdy can go. It's not like Seattle was the most difficult of teams to go out there and dispatch. They were on their own downward spiral, having difficulty scoring the ball and also stopping on defense. So it's just time to see. And this is this is the fun part. How long can the ride last for Brock Purdy? The defense is going to do its job. The offensive weapons are there for the 49ers. Even though you have someone like Debo, who's a, a key part of the team, he's out. He probably won't be back until right before the postseason starts. It's not like San Francisco is going to run itself into the number one spot. They're going to have to, uh, when I say the number one spot, I mean the number one spot to get a bye. We don't have two teams getting a bye anymore with the seven teams involved. And so the 49ers are going to have to go all the way. Brock Purdy's going to have a poor game, I assume, right? It's going to happen. What's going to happen when he's tasked with coming from behind? I, I'll just say this. It is, it's very impressive when you think about all the starting quarterbacks. Yeah, he's not being asked to carry the team or, or carry the world. But we have a lot of QBs who would have done worse than what he's done. And for that, up until now, it's just been absolutely amazing. Can he keep it up where he does his job, quote-unquote, and allows the team to, to be competitive for a Super Bowl? And he is giving, or he has given, uh, some some inklings that, that he can do it. 855-212-4CBS. Chip is here from the Bay Area. I think he's back. Go ahead, Chip. Hey, JR, can you hear me? I got you now. Go ahead, please. Yes. JR, I'm unlike probably 99.9% of your callers. Let me explain. I will preface my call by saying I actually have a huge understanding of football. Played 22 years of semi-pro football. And I believe you're asking a question, but the real question to me is, is does Kyle Shanahan actually understand elite passing and how to do it? The reason I say that to you is that if I look back at the last five Super Bowl winners, all of them have one common denominator, and that is an elite passing game. It's, it's great that they run the ball. It's, 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 it's awesome. But what I don't see is I don't see an elite passing game. I never have, and, and I don't understand why. So maybe you can explain it to me because – Jr., well, I've been waiting for a long time for somebody who actually understands what I'm saying because. Well, we see. Days, well, let me, well let, let me answer, Chip. I want to. We, we're limited on time here at the end of the show. I want to. I want to. I want to respond to you. We we've seen the NFL change, and we can look at another team who runs the football in the Baltimore Ravens. They've certainly taken the approach of of running the football in defense and and time of possession. You know. 
we can look at who's at the top of the heap. That's not to say there's only one way to skin a cat. We can go back in time over the last 20 years and we can look at a Buccaneers team or we can look at a Ravens team and we can look at defense. I believe, I believe that eventually, yes, we are going to see, because the game changes as well, we got quarterbacks running all over the place, we're going to see a team that is defensive dominant and that runs the football and has a good QB they're going to win a Super Bowl. And so, yeah, we can look at the the Bradys and the, the Mahomes of the world and watching them sling the rock all over the place and say, well, why isn't Kyle Shanahan doing it? Because ultimately, you got to evaluate the talent that you have and, and, and what style is ultimately going to put you in the best position to succeed. You know, unfortunately, not everybody has you know, Patrick Mahomes to go out there and, and sling the rock around. Not every not everybody has, you know, Joe Burrow to go. That's, that's not the case for everybody. Sorry. Marcus calling from PA. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how you doing there? Uh, I'm a guy that's got my knowledge in football, too. You know, I don't want to put my credentials, though. How like the Bethune. Okay, oh, oh, well, go, well, just make your point, Mark. Thank you. Um, Defense going to win this. Defense. It's all about defense. It's all about um, stopping the pass, stopping the run, um, penetration through the middle. Um, that that who that was how San Francisco won tonight was defense. Yeah, that's how they've been whooping everybody's ass the past couple of weeks. They're not letting anybody score. Yeah, I know that for sure, without a doubt, that they're going to win all the way to the playoff. But when you say that all the way, you mean they're going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, no. Just to play out. Just to get the play out. Oh, just to. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I just wanted some clarity on what you meant by make the playoff. Yeah, they, of course, they, they've clinched the spot. Okay, Mark. Well, thank you, man. All right. Thanks for having me. No doubt, Mark. Hey, Shep, everybody wants to tell us their, their qualify, their football qualifications now. Uh, gee, uh, a call from Chicago doesn't come to mind. <clears throat> Rich. What is what is what does he say? I don't know. He oh, says Rich something? comes up with like the the annexation of Puerto Rico every single show on the JR Sport Brief. No, but he like he's got a script ready to go every show. No, but he doesn't come on and say, "Listen, I know football. I played semi-pro." That's fair. That's fair. I'm waiting on this. Going somebody going to say, "Well, JR, I played," and somebody say, "I coached," and someone's going to say, "I've watched football for 80 years," and it's like, okay, we all like football. We get it. I think we we have a a basic understanding of it. Let's go to Rodney from Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hello? Yeah, you're live, Rodney. What's up? Oh, cool. What up? I don't know if you remember, but at the beginning of the season, I called and said Jalen Hurts for the MVP. It's starting to look like that. It Well, it, it it is. I'd say that he's in the lead right now over Patrick Mahomes, certainly, yeah. And I just want to say to, to certain haters, I ain't going to say their name, Michael Parsons and Chris Sims, Jalen – I'm gonna say he's the best QB in the league right now. He's the best in the NFC, in the AFC. And to say that it's a system is just ridiculous. It's diminishing his talent, his growth as a QB. Because last year he wasn't making these types of passes. And even I, I was on the Jalen Hurts bag, um, bandwagon back last year. I'm a big Eagles fan, but even I have my doubts. But mm. he has proven me dead wrong this season. And to say Gardner Minshew could run this offense just as well is is ridiculous. 
No, yeah, we know that, that the Eagles, he's done an amazing job. And thank you, Ronnie, for calling from Alabama. He's done an amazing job just getting better year over year. And we stepped into this season with an expectation that he was going to get another full chance and let's see how he progresses. Well, he's progressed into being the franchise quarterback. And Kelsey basically christened him that. And his play has done that more than anything. Mauricio from Tucson, go ahead. Yes, hi. I thank the Lord Jesus Christ, first of all, that can save from hell. Brock Party, he's like a combination of a lock, you know, like you buy a lock and you study the numbers and then uh, for some reason you forget because probably time lapsed and then you look in your wallet, you can't find it, and then you look in the middle, you find it, and you, you go and you open the lock and you feel relieved, comfortable, and um, happy, and that's all uh, a backup quarterback Brock is. You know, like Nick Foles had success. Uh, if he keeps the momentum, he can, you know, go, go the distance. And and with uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's a great athlete. Yeah, Colt McCoy is a great person. He's got great McCaffrey. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about Colt McCoy for? How did he get in this conversation? What does he have to do with anything? He's a great person. No, no, I didn't ask you that. I said, what does Colt McCoy have to do with Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey? Well, the athlete, uh, Christian McCaffrey, is great. Yeah, you know. He's, oh, okay. Uh, Mauricio, Mauricio. Can I say Colt, you, about Oh uh, no, my God. Uh, how did Colt McCoy? What does Colt McCoy have to do with anything that took he's place? He's the opposite to, of Brock Purdy. Yeah, he's just hanging on by a thread. A real Mister Irrelevant. Ouch. It's not a nice shot. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, he's the worst backup in the history of backups. We're talking about him as a starter? Yeah, he's, he's getting paid, though. Well, for whatever reason, Mauricio felt compelled to bring up, uh, you know, Colt McCoy. Good for Colt McCoy, but more importantly, good for the 49ers. And let's see how long they can, they can run this. This is the fun part about watching the games. I am hoping that we get an Eagles 49ers NFC Championship game. You've been listening to the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, Shep, for another amazing night. And thank you oh so much to every person who has locked in and tuned in. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to move here on CBS Sports Radio because the JR Sport Brief Show is over. But in for Amy Lawrence, Rich Herrera, he's up next. Y'all be well, be safe, be smooth, be cool. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.